Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan. And today we're here with Beate Chalette, which was the hardest name for me to figure out. Thanks for the thumbs up, Beate. <laughs> it was, uh, I try to do my best, but sometimes it's just so difficult. <laughs> you got it right in the first try. I mean, what's there to, you know, yay. And you know, it's funny is I, I have seen a lot of Beate's stuff. And so I was, I, I know how to read her name, but I had never conversed with her before today. So it's good to actually know how to pronounce her name. So I want to give you all just a little bit of a cue into what we're going to be talking about today, because Beate has such an awesome story. She's a first generation immigrant. She ended up coming here, building a very successful company, selling it to somebody that all of you will know his name, but I want her to share this story in a minute. But on top of that, she's become really a success coach. And what I would say is that beyond just success, quote unquote, she's really here to get people unstuck. Which, as most of you know, that's one of the main reasons for this podcast is to help you get past that $1 million barrier that we all get stuck at. So, Beate, say what's up to everybody first off, and then let's hop in. I can't wait. I've been looking forward to this, Josh, because I like your no BS attitude and the outside of the status quo and all the stuff that you do for everyone. So, I'm fired up. Let's do this. Let's talk strategy. Love it. I appreciate you that compliment. So, Beate, I want to hear first your your story for coming to the US and then building that first business. Give us a little bit of background on that in under, under a minute. Yes. So I'm the unruly uh, that didn't fit in. So I became a photographer against all odds and then was photo edited Elle magazine in Germany when I was 23 years old. And that bored me to tears, in, tears immigrated to the United States and then started my career in the photography world, photography representation, photo production, and all this stuff that happens to other people happened to me. You know, I was in a lawsuit, fires, floods, riots, earthquake. I lost my business in September 11th. Uh, I lost a key vendor in a tsunami. And so all these things just kept happening over a course of 10 years uh, with a big frying pan. Every six months or so, I just got whacked again. And then finally, I said, all right, somebody needs to get a benefit out of how I keep getting up again and again and again. And so when I finally had the winning idea and I became the world leader in my category and I sold it to Bill Gates for millions of dollars, I decided I'm going to share the information with everyone else. Love that. What a cool epiphany story. For most of you, you're probably thinking about your own story with this and saying, I've had similar successes and failures, but what a cool resume builder to say, hey, I sold my company to Bill Gates. Now, the industry, I'm just going to guess here, if it was an industry thing, was it, was it, uh, you know, an Adobe product? What, what was it that you built? No, you so it was this, <laughs> I was wondering, uh, it was a stock photography business that was specialized in architecture and interior photography. Wow. And we became the world leader in celebrity at home stories. So when you read, you know, at the doctor's office and you pick up the magazine and you look at Madonna's house or Seal's house or Heidi Klum's house. And uh, you see these amazing properties. That was a story that we would have syndicated throughout the world. That is so awesome. And it's fun that you were able to be acquired. And what's funny to me is a lot of people don't realize that big companies like Bill Gates, I assume at the time it was Microsoft was his company. He has owned multiple, but um, being acquired by companies like that, sometimes they're 
random niches like that, that you wouldn't expect to be, to be able to be acquired, but sometimes they will, they'll come in and acquire you and you get a step out with, with a fat, fat wallet. <laughs> yes. Actually this company specifically was a privately held business by Bill Gates. Um, oh, one of the many ones. Yes. So he had built a, uh, he was in competition with Getty and uh, oh. the Getty guys, and they, they were buying up all the stock photography syndication. So he had bought a celebrity brand that he couldn't grow because it's a high touch business. And the only way he could grow it is if he added something. And because we did celebrity homes, they bought the celebrity homes and great story for your Titans listening is um, they only wanted the celebrity part, but like any decent woman, I say, if you want what I have, you give what I give you and you're going to have to pay for it. And so they had to buy the whole archive and that's how the deal came to. That is so awesome. And I love that because you you had to stick it to the man a little bit there. <laughs> I did. <laughs> this reminds me of my favorite, uh, my favorite comedy. If you haven't seen it, School of Rock, go check it out. He talks about that, right? Stick it to the manliosis. That just always comes to mind with stories like yours, you know, coming in and saying, you know what, I'm going to dominate an industry. I'm going to sell it off and then I'm going to go on to bigger things. So I want to, I want to ask you this question, Beate, because it really is what's intriguing to me and to our listeners is the transition from, you know, being a, what I would call a brick and mortar business owner to a coach, it almost feels like more of a calling than a business. The business just kind of comes because you're, you're called to actually share your passion and help other people. So I want to ask you, what was kind of the big um, epiphany for you that made you want to switch into the coaching realm and start actually helping other entrepreneurs be successful? The truth of the matter is, Josh, is I, I got really pissed because once I sold my business, they made me an offer to come on as a, a senior director for global entertainment. And as I did that, I realized there's such a discrepancy in how men lead and how women lead that I just couldn't take it anymore. And so I quit and I started a consulting a company that really was primarily first uh, for creatives and for women and really helping people understand what leadership looks like when you're non-conforming. When right. you're not white male and one into a corporate career, it's very different. And from there on, it just kind of started emerging. But you're right. It was definitely a calling where I said, I, I, I know how to get up. I'm, I'm really the queen of failure, if you so want to, or failing my way to success. And I am a woman and I'm a single mom and, I, and I'm an Im immigrant. And so I felt that there are so many of us out there that are not, that they don't have the rich dad and the the great alpha, whatever fraternity with all the bros that are helping you out. The yacht club. <laughs> the yacht club. What do you do? Right? right. And so that's why I wanted to really come up as the no bullshit strategist and saying, listen, you know, if you want the fluffy stuff, go somewhere else. If you want somebody to tell you only my system works, go somewhere else. If you want somebody who's going to give you a strategy, come here and I'll give you the strategy. I love that. And what I love about your attitude and the way you approach this is you say, hey, there's a problem. And it's with, like you said, the male and female leadership differences. I can't remember exactly how you worded it. But what I love about you and your philosophy is it's not placing blame. It's saying, how do we learn to coexist and work together to help the company become successful? And I love that because you're implementing strategies that can be applied no matter what your gender or your belief system or what have you by just applying a really strong strategy. And you've built this around the, it's the five-star success blueprint. Is that correct? 
Exactly. That's exactly how I built it. <laughs> I got that correct. <laughs> Extra points for that, Josh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to just keep tally over here. Yes. And so the five star success blueprint is something and, you know, I'll compare it to like you doing a podcast, right? So it doesn't matter who you speak to. It's always the same cadence of how you go through the process. And so what I found is that when people build their businesses, sometimes, and I'm going to give you one example, you know exactly what I mean. Sometimes they start doing social media ads and then you go like, well, what are you advertising? And they can't tell you. And then you say, well, why are you running ads? Well, somebody told them to get traffic, traffic to what? And then you go, well, what's your idea? Why are you unique? And they haven't even answered that, but they're spending money to drive traffic to a website that's selling something that's really unclear. And so I wanted to give the blueprint and say, okay, let's start with the idea first. And then let's look at the offer. Then let's build the system. Let's look at your team and then look at, let's look at you as a leader so that, you know, it is always the same cadence in how you built it. And those are the five stars because most people get some stuff wrong and some stuff right. Nobody has everything right. Everybody has a sweet spot. So how do you know what's in your blind spot? And what's that one piece that you're missing? And you were talking about a lot of your Titans being stuck in this $500 million dollar that's very typical because that's the switch from business owner to leadership. And that's a very uh, big transition. It change, it, you have to change the whole way your business is set up in order to break through that. So what are the common problems that you're seeing with most of these companies? And I love your opinion on this because, I mean, you're coming from working with brick and mortar businesses, digital businesses, real estate. I mean, you have all these different industries what what do you find the core problems are that are keeping people there, keeping them stuck? So uh, the core problem is, so if you are uh, by yourself or with a very small or freelancer stuff, you can't get to about a million dollars. At one point, you, you lose your sanity. Once you get, you know, I'm working with someone who's doing about $3.5 million pretty much by himself with wow. an installation crew. And let me say, he, this man has no no life. And... <laughs> And so what happens is that there comes a point where you need to start to delegate and you need to set up systems and processes that have that allow you to run your operations based on a consistent workflow that can be scaled up very quickly. So if you don't set up a workflow, it's usually a workflow and a leadership issue uh, because the leadership transition from going in your head, from being, this is my money, my business, I run the show. I know how to do this. I, I even fix my own WordPress. I build my own funnels. I get my own travel. I write my own copy. I run my this. Good luck with that. That's not scalable because you can't extract more hours. So now this is the point where you have to really learn to manage better and to, and to figure out how to find people that can do all this stuff. That's a full-time position for someone else. And that's hard for a lot of business owners because I call this the messy middle or running up the spiral staircase as fast as you can. Right. <laughs> well, and, and let me give you a scenario here, Beate, because what I've been finding even with myself, right, I feel like we're kind of in that same position. We've been actually in the attempting right now to, to outsource more of our work, hire more people and get more things done. But I found that the bottleneck has been me knowing how to train and how to, to share what I have. So what would you do with someone like me who's having that difficulty training new employees to have more success in that realm? Yeah, so the first thing that we would do is we probably would go through a process that I call the system formula builder, 
So we'd identify very clearly what it is that's so unique about your business. And then we'll take that, um, I call this the knowledge, uh, the knowledge spread, because most people, they do uh, knowledge vomit. So when somebody walks into your door and you take all your knowledge and just want to vomit your 20 years of experience all over them, and then they run away, they're scared, they're dirty, filthy, they stink, they can't handle it, and they're overwhelmed and they'll never come back. So rather than that, we'll take everything that you know, we bake it into a bread, and then we'll slice it into slices. And that's going to be part one, part two, part three, part four, or step one, two, three, four, five, or phase or module, whatever we want to call it. And then we'll take that piece and we figure out um, in these slices, which is the lead generation piece, which is a entry offer, which is a high ticket item, which is a high touch item. And then once you have that, then suddenly it becomes so clear to you where you go, oh, that goes to that, that, that goes to the, that team. Uh, I'm going to hire somebody. This is going to the business development team because I need to hire a business development team to bring me in the leads for my high ticket items because you just don't have the time anymore. Or you have to hire a salesperson. When you don't know who to hire, that means it's not clear how you're going to scale it up. And if it's not clear how you're going to scale it up, who, how would you know who to hire? Right. Yeah, I love that. What a cool concept. And, and how are you helping people find these people who are kind of those key players? Do you feel like it comes from just networking or is this more of a, you have a direct outreach approach? It's really trial and error. So I, I have very high standards for, for quality of work. I do not tolerate uh, uh, sloppy work at all. Right. So um, I find that in the beginning, you know, what I recommend when, when, when costs is an objective, you find um, subject matter experts, many subject matter experts in very specific categories. So uh, side note, no mini me cloning allowed. Do not look for somebody who is like you. That is the death of every business. Um, but find subject matter experts. So we have, in my business, we have about 10 people all over the world that do only one thing. They either just do editing the videos or they just do the social media management, or they just do the graphics. Because when I uh, when when we get busy, now I can scale up because I can give these people more hours. If I have one person's already working 40 hours on six different things, there's no way to scale. You're screwed again. So that's where you have to be really diligent about the way you set it up so that when when the business comes in and you get more business, you can scale up pretty quickly. And that's one of the most frequently made mistakes that people want to find that one right hand person that they can rely on. And then if that one person is not the person or falls off, it's a disaster. Right. Wow. I love that. Well, and, and let me ask you this, Beate, because you know, we are coming up to the end of the interview here. What's some, uh, what's one more thing that you'd like to share about the five-star success blueprint with our audience that you feel like would be crucial to their success? So um, number one, I want to tell you that you're not unique in the sense of your, your struggle and that you need to find something that really helps you to identify where that thing is you're stuck right now. And then you pick a horse and you ride it. And so if, you're, if you've been trying 10 different other internet marketers, right, and you've gone here for the lead generation and you're listening to Neil for... For, for the conversion and you're going to Ryan Dye, what whatever that is, and it's still not working, you don't have a system. So focus on 
the core aspect of your business. What's the message and the system in which I push it out? And then you plug everything else in with the stars where it belongs. Love that. Love that. Well, let me ask you this, Beate, where should people go to connect with you? Well, the first thing I would like everybody to go to is the Airtight Avatar, which is my uh, complimentary masterclass for uh, anyone who needs to figure out who is my ideal client. And we made it, you know, everything I do is super simple. I'll break it down. It's steps, modules, the Germans coming through. Um, <laughs> if you want to reach out, if you have a question, um, my email is bc at beatishlet.com. Shoot me an email. I love to hear from the audience. Um, there's no secrecy to what I do. If I can help you, I'll help you. If you heard something, you go, I must work with her immediately. Go to uncoverysession.com, fill that out and uh, look me up on any social media and don't be a stranger. <laughs> Love that. So make sure you go check her out, check out her website and honestly go take that free masterclass. Very few people give away their, what I would call like the bread and butter for free. And Beate has done that. So make sure you go check that out. What was the URL one more time, Beate, for that? Airtightavatar.com. So airtightavatar.com. So Beate, just to wrap up this interview, let me ask you one final question. So if you could leave us with one final parting piece of guidance, what would it be? I would say, uh, don't take it personal. And a failure is really an opportunity in disguise. Look at it like a stop sign that says, not this way. And then just get back in the car and drive it somewhere else. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan podcast. If you want to fill your favorite platform with dream customers, then come join myself and thousands of others of hosts at theluckytitan.com slash tribe. Here you can find guests for your show, get featured on other shows and discover the secrets to building an audience of raving fans. So once again, go create your free account at theluckytitan.com slash tribe.